Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success card. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles and we have Coach Chris Ortiz here with us today and uh, I'm thankful to Coach Ortiz for coming by. He's involved in a lot, um, a lot of projects, a lot of things that he does to help others and he's spreading some positive vibes and so, you know, we kind of linked up, you know, through a friend, you know, a friend, uh, you know, big time relationships, but uh, a friend, you know, connected us and you know, both of our, the Success Chronicles and the Giants, the Giant Shoulders, he's going to talk to you about that. You know, he does that, and, and it's similar as far as positive vibes, helping, spreading positive words, and so, but it, well, let's dig into that. If you could, just talk to us about your life story, you know, where you're from, how you grew up, up until now. All right, uh, first off, man, hey, thank you, Chip, for having me on the show, oh, man. Good dude right here. <laughs> Blessed to be by you, baby. <laughs> Um, let's talk about my life story. Okay, so um, I don't want anyone to throw a pity party for us, you know, but uh, came up with a single mom, parents were divorced, mm -hmm. uh, myself, uh, my brother, uh, between my mom and my dad, seven divorces. Uh, that's quite a few, man. Wow. That, that may be a world record, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, um, you know, People that they had married, they, they were pretty darn good people in between, you know. Right. Um, you know, that may have been a failed relationship, but through all those different failed relationships that I got an opportunity to see, um, I actually got to see what it is that I don't want to do once I yes. do get married. So I yeah, tried yeah, to learn yeah. from uh, the mistakes that uh, my folks had made. Um, we, we grew up, i say, lower middle class. You know, my mom worked... Uh, a ton of different jobs, um, you know, physical therapist, assistant, but I also know that she had some side hustles on the on the side. Like uh, one of the things that she did that really, you know, I guess helped shape me because it was very humbling to her was that she would actually go and she would clean her friends' houses. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that she had to swallow um, a bunch of her pride in order to do something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, in fact, I couldn't even imagine doing that. But um, I guess when you have kids, there's no you lengths that you you're do willing. You got to do to make it work. Exactly, man. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. I learned a big lesson right there. 
you know, that I, I got to do whatever it is that I got to do to make sure that my kids eat. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I actually, I thank my mom for that. Yeah. Uh, let me see, you know, so we grow up, um, play some athletics in high school, uh, fairly successful in high school, uh, go on to play a little college ball. The cool thing about that is that uh, I'm a first-generation college student. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that my mother did that was so powerful was that she always instilled in our heads that you're going to college. It was never an option. Uh, she said that you're going to college. Yes, you're it's, going to college. it's not if, it's where. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where, you know, when. But, yeah. like, it was never, uh, there was never a thought in my mind that said that uh, I'm not going to college. Mm -hmm. She burned that into my head. You know, so she actually broke that vicious cycle that was part of that Ortiz-Lopez vicious cycle of just, you know, getting through high school and being right. done. And uh, she, she changed the course of our life, you know, by doing so. You know, so then my brother goes on and he becomes the second to go to college and graduate. And now he's a successful lawman. Um, can't speak too much about what he does, you know, to protect mm -hmm. his safety. But, uh, you know, she put two, two kids through college and two of us are serving the community, right. you know, in the highest regards. So we fast forward a little bit. I'm in college, playing a little college baseball, play some college rugby. Uh, I meet uh, my beautiful wife, Miss uh, Whitney Ortiz. Uh -huh. Oh man, I'm gonna start crying a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's all right, man. Imagine this. <laughs> yeah, man, I did good. I did good. But imagine this, man. Um, beautiful woman, beautiful, right. beautiful, beautiful woman. I mean, she was always kicking it with us guys. You know, mm -hmm. she was always that that beautiful girl that was hanging out That's with cool. the guys. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We'd be playing dominoes, and she'd be going, 15, you know, or three-piece. And, um, <laughs> good Lord, when she was doing that, I was like, oh, man, I got to marry this woman. <laughs> you know, and... Um, yeah, I know that feeling. She, uh, <laughs> she turned, out, turned out to be uh, my best friend. Yeah. You know, so we were friends for about a year, and... Uh, Man, that's the best thing that we could have done. You know, before we ended up dating and getting together, we were we were best friends. So mm -hmm. I got to enjoy the company of this uh, of this wonderful person inside and out. It was never, you know, just about looks or being attracted or lust. Yeah. You know, it. I loved the person. I loved. I loved. I loved you know, the it's, person. It's funny. I was gonna say, man. I'm thankful that that my wife didn't look at me that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been able to pull her. You know. I, <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad she looked at me for the person I am. Uh. <laughs> Damn, I would definitely say I'm married up. Yeah, yeah. I'm married up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, I meet this beautiful woman in college. We end up dating. And, um, you know, start a family a little prematurely, you know, yeah. earlier than, uh, than was expected. And, um, man, a great blessing came from that, my man. A great, great blessing came from that yeah. ship. Um, had my beautiful daughter, Tatum. Tatum Ortiz, 16 years old. Uh, at Oak Ridge right now, running track. Super proud of you, baby. I love you, I love you, I love you. But um, we, I, I was a boy. I was a 20, 21-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, my mama's still kind of taking care of me, you know, throwing some money in the bank account, helping mm -hmm. me with rent, um, paying my bills at college. I was a boy. And because, um, you know, we started this family a little bit early, you know, it forced me to become a man. Uh, started working more. I started taking more college classes to get done. To get done quicker. Yeah. Because previously I was taking like nine, twelve hours at a time. Mm -hmm. Chip, I was on that uh, on that ten-year plan. Chip, you <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even my master's. <laughs> yeah, professional student. <laughs> yeah, man, I was a darn good one too. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, <laughs> through that little bit of struggle, you know, I ended up, you know, getting through a lot. And I mm. started looking at myself differently. I was like, man, I'm capable of a whole lot more than yeah. what I'm actually putting forth. You know, so my daughter was probably like the biggest, the biggest uh, precursor to like good things happening. Right. Started working a little bit more. Uh, started uh, chasing my uh, first dream of becoming a teacher and a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and from that point forward, you know, life's been grand. Been working in Conroe ISD for probably like 13, 14 years now, much like you. Right. Um, all at Knox Junior High. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, wonderful, wonderful school. You got an eclectic base of students. You got supportive right. parents, uh, smart kids, wonderful athletes. Like, it. For my money, you know, I know that you're kind of partial over there to York and Irons, man, since they feed Oak Ridge. But, man, for my money, Knox is where it's at, man. Knox is where it's yeah. at. A wonderful boss, too, man. Joe Daw, you're the best. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, you know, in competition-wise, yeah, I got to stick to my side. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in life-wise, in, in the real purpose, you know, why we do what we do, I think not just Knox, but, you know, the district as well. I mean, you know. And, you know, I talked. You know, when I, when I talked about my giants, you know, just the relationships that you're able to build with the people that you're around daily. You know, every day I go to work and feel like you know it's people around me that I can just watch and learn from. You know, which is going to make me better to help kids. And so, you know, same thing. You know, there's people there at your place that I know that are amazing people. You know, um, kid first. You know, do it for the right reasons. You know, and those kind of things, and it's, it's truly a blessing to be able to, to have that. We are lucky, aren't we? Super, super, super lucky and fortunate. You know, just, I don't know, can't say it enough. Just, it's pretty good stuff. Hey, man, Conroe ISD, it, it don't get any better than that, man. It does not get better than that. <laughs> what are what are three things uh, that you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Good Lord. Okay. Excellent question. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that I'm uh, most proud of is uh, manning up and becoming uh, a good father. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a process. I don't think that overnight I was a good father. You know, uh, I'm going to shoot straight with you on this. The news of having a, a child in college when you're not married, um, that doesn't necessarily, you know, doesn't necessarily make you happy or make you, you know, overly joyed or, you know, I was scared. I was a boy. Right. Uh, so I'm most proud of the evolution that that caused and the things that it put in motion because without that uh, I do not become uh, the gentleman that I am today you know so the, the birth of my daughter I'm gonna keep going to that Tatum 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 uh, you turned me into a man and uh, Whitney Ortiz uh, you helped that along with uh, with your strength with your guidance uh, man I could not be doing what I'm doing without you know those two people in my life yeah uh, second thing I think I'm most proud of I think uh, I'm most proud of being in a in a position where I can help people like I love to help people mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter what it is I was telling you a story about um, helping a buddy of mine his name is Rex Andrews he's mm-hmm. a professional wrestler he's you know he's coming up you know he's right. over there at reality wrestling he's he's one of books top guys mm-hmm. and uh, man I find it amazingly interesting that I can you know help this kid and take him to different you know mixed martial arts schools and introduce him hey, to different when you, people. When you say book like I know who you mean but who, who are you talking about? Oh man Booker T. Huffman uh, the yeah. mayor yeah. 2019 Booker T is gonna get the mayor of Houston you heard it here first <laughs> but um, 
I like helping people. You know, this is a kid that's hungry. He's chasing his dream. Mm -hmm. uh, blood, sweat, tears. And uh, I'm able to help this guy. Where I'm able to go up to the reality of wrestling on Wednesdays, you know, and go help a whole crew of young, talented individuals that are chasing the dream. Like, yeah. how many people get to chase their dreams, Chip? Yeah, not, not very many. Not very many. Or yeah. How about the profession that we're in? Like, I'm right. a coach. Right. Every day I get to go in front of probably like 25 to 30. Change lives. Yeah, kids. And yeah. I show them a little bit about X's and O's, but, you know, we're really teaching life. That's it. Basketball's the vehicle, Chip. That's it. That's life it. is the lesson. That's it. And how many coaches like lose sight of that, man? Yeah. Like it, it's crazy. Uh, so I enjoy helping people. That that makes me happy. That brings joy to my heart, my man. Right. And then the third thing, Chip. Good Lord, man. You hit me with the good one. That's a good one, huh? Mm, I would say like this new project that we've started, where we're yes. actually going back and we're highlighting. <clears throat> You know, people that have helped us in the past. Right. I want to shed some light on the people that have uh, helped us get to where we are. Because, as you know and I know, we do not get to where we are without the help of some great people. For sure. You know, the giant shoulder. Um, you know, think about it. The giants are the people that came before us and allowed us to stand upon their shoulders and, you know, just show us a better way. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to go and I want to show the world... And I want to shed light on all these giants everywhere because we see the superstars, right? right? You see the, the LeBron James, you see the Kyrie Irvings, you yeah. see the, you know, God knows who else, James Harden. But what about the people that helped them get to where they're at? The parents, the trainers, yeah, coaches, coaches, the yeah, teachers, not yeah. just the, you know, the homie from the block that has some good advice for them and said, yeah. nah, you don't need to be selling. You need yeah. to be out there hooping. That's it. And you know, I ain't gonna let you do this. Mm -mm. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Here's twenty right here. You don't even gotta go sell that dime sack. You ain't yeah. gotta go sell yeah, that them, half ounce. Them guys and, and that's that's some real stuff. You know, uh so many times you hear about the whole positive negative I mean the negative side of, you know, those kind of things in the life. You know, but you know, within that I think you build relationships too, you know, and, and you know, everybody's had people in their lives that have helped them. You know, and you know, maybe it doesn't come in, in the right kinds of ways, but yeah. but you know, it's it's from a good place, you know, and, and I I can feel that too. I I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I, I feel you on that one. Big blow up, boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, my man Joe Daw, he has this awesome quote, man. He always yeah. says it in uh, our uh, teacher in service meetings. He's like, it's like the turtle on the fence post. He didn't get there all by himself. How true is that? Turtle on the fence post. Joe Dawn is East Texas slang, man. My that's man. That's it. That's it. What um? What's your definition of success? Um, being happy and uh, doing what you enjoy doing. Um, I think that that's what makes success. I think a lot of people tie success with money. Right. And sometimes they go hand in hand, you know. But not all the times. Like right, right now, with this little project that I'm working, um, I ain't made a dime. Right. You know, I've actually lost you know a little bit of money, but uh. Man, I feel highly successful because I'm getting an opportunity to do what makes me happy. Yeah, and you're rewarded in, in fulfillment. Man, you're not lying, man. Yeah. I'm rich in here. Yeah. No this doubt. is where I'm rich. Super, super rich. Or how about this, man? How about, you know, like, again, I'm going to keep going back to what we do, coaching. Yes. That is success. Like, we get yeah. to mold the lives of people, mm -hmm. you know, that are going to go on and do great things in the future. That's success, man. Some people sit in a cubicle. They answer phones all day. Yeah. Um that ain't success, no matter how much money they make 
where they push computer keys all day and they look at a screen all day that ain't success chip mm -hmm. you know going out and making a difference in the world and loving what you're doing is uh, success and you and me as coaches man we rich baby oh for sure we are rich yeah, no doubt what do you think it takes to achieve success <clears throat> man uh, I'm going to give you some of the can answers first, you know, like the, the ones yes. that everyone would say. Uh, we'll say hard work, of course, because you got to get out there and you got to grind. And uh, when we talk about grind, for people that don't understand slang very well, that means you got you got to go out there and work, baby. Go out there and work. And uh, work, 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 work. I mean, that's, that's it. It's a song. Oh, wait. It is. It's someone's song. Yeah. But, um, you know, what else, you know, whatever, what else helps you, you know, get to success is also being a little bit brave and stepping out on a limb mm. and doing something that yeah. some people may frown upon or they may not see the value in it. And that, that, that bravery to, to do what others may look at weird or scoff at or make comments about, right. that, that bravery is essential because, um, you know, you can have a lot of detractors. You know, whenever I brought this idea up, you know, a lot, a lot of people looked at me stupid, you know, or maybe said something in the back of their mind. Uh, but you know what, man? It feels right in my heart. You know what? And that's, that's all that matters to me right now. You start to get into your 40s. Are you in your 40s, Chip? Uh, hey, <laughs> you know, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> you know what? Like, yeah. the world starts to look a little bit different to you. Yeah. And, um... Some of the things that used to matter don't matter, and some of the things that didn't hold that much relevance hold so much more relevance, and it's perspective. Right, and that's why I say, let me hit you with this one. I think not necessarily the age, but I think the level, the age of your maturity. You know, um, you know, I think when you're when you're fortunate enough, and some people don't look at it this way, but if you you know if you you see some some bad things growing up. You know, like you felt that when I yes. said that, you felt that because you know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. You know, and you're you're able to see some some rough times, you know, growing up, like you said, with your mom and you know having a you know baby early, you know, you know some of those things and struggles. I mean, you know, you're that heightens your maturity. Like, hey, I got to like you said, like I got to get straight so I can take care of these people because it ain't about me. You know, it's about what I have to do to take care of these folks. And I think that when you when you have that maturity it allows you to have that laser focus you know and don't have you know like those horse race horses they put the you know the blinders oh, on man. them, so you don't see Run straight. You, know, you don't see any of that stuff over there you know I'm trying to get where I'm trying to get well I'm gonna get where I'm gonna get you know right now you know and so it's those things that that help you have that laser focus because you understand the why yes man you you hit the nail on the head yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't mind, I'd like to expunge on a couple of those things. Yeah. yeah like as a, as a coach, um, a couple of things. Like, uh, number one, man, like right now there's a lot of kids that are dealing with uh, anxiety issues. Yeah. For whatever reason, in this day and time, uh, anxiety has, you know, become yeah. a real big bugaboo. I don't know if it's because of phones. I don't know if it's because of social media. I, I don't know, Chip. I ain't so, so much info to synthesize. And like us growing up is... We didn't have so much access to information in our hand. Yeah, man. You know, it's like go outside and play and go drink out the hose. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. You know, but now so much information. And uh, and I heard somebody say this, I think on a radio this morning, about, you know, it's we have to learn to synthesize, you know, what we take in 
and, and really realize what's good and what's bad for us. And I think therein lies the problem with anxiety because you take in so much. Too much. Yeah, you take it in so much info and you don't know. You just have to have people to tell you, hey, this is good, this is bad like we did, but more so nowadays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, but we, we were speaking about this, um, like you said, experiences, you yeah. know, and, and that really bringing upon maturity. You know, having a, a kiddo of my own that, you know, if you were to look at her, you know, she's Teflon-coated, you know, yeah. was a star athlete, uh, extremely intelligent, beautiful, uh, well-liked. You, you'd never know that the kid is battling, you know, these these demons, you know, of anxiety and all the, the doubts and all the, the weird thoughts that come about that. I, I never personally really thought that that was real, man. I, I thought it was just, <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, yeah. toughen up real quick. You know, yeah. you're acting like a baby. Yeah, and, uh, uh, get tough. Yeah. yeah. But, man, you know what? It's I, real. It's real. I, yeah. We lived it as a family. We yeah. fought it as a family. We are, you know, currently, you know, doing some things to help my daughter out. And she's, you know, coming out on the good side of it now. Mm -hmm. um, but because of that experience, it has helped me mature as a teacher and a coach. Like, I, I treat kids... Just differently. slightly differently you because see them different. Yes. Yeah. Because who knows what they're battling? Mm -hmm. You know, and unless that, you know, the man upstairs didn't put me through that experience, you know. Yes. I might not be coaching the same. You know, the the emphasis is shifted from uh, you know X's and O's and wins and losses to let me let me treat this human being correctly. Life. Let Te me teach life. life. Yeah. Life you know, lessons. and uh, at the end of the day, the, the game means very little. But the relationships and how we treat people and how we lead by example, yeah. that means so much more. And here's the deal, Chip. We still win. We still win, man. We're it, the gold it, standard in it, the district for it, girls' basketball. Even more so. You know, your wins are, are even mean more because you're doing it the right way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. Let me tell you something else we do, Chip. Um, I know how hard it is to have a teenage daughter in junior high. You know, yeah. when you have a teenager... Yeah, they don't want nothing to do with you at the house, do they? Yeah, that's that's yeah, just yeah, what yeah. it is, man. They too cool. They yeah. too cool. Yeah, man. So being on the other end of that, it's like, man, it'd be really nice if these kids started showing their parents some love at a game. So before any of my teams play a game, for the last two, three years, maybe even four, man, I send my kids up into the stands right before the buzzer goes off. I'm like, man, you better go in the stands and go give your folks a hug and a kiss. That's they awesome. came here to see you. They came here to support you. They're taking care of you. Yeah, go show them a little bit of love, you know, and that may be the only hug that the parent gets from that kid because teenagers, awesome. are, teenagers are weird, man. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome that you do that and show them the importance of that. <clears throat> you know, and I really wish someone would have done that for my kids. Go hug your daddy real quick. You know, he's yeah. here to support you. But and experiences. A, and a lot of times you don't realize that as a player, you know, you don't realize those things until you get older and, and you look back on it. And that's how it was for me. I mean, like in the moment, I knew like my mom made sacrifices to take us and, you know, make sure we were on time, you know, all of those things. But you, you don't realize how big of an impact that is. You know, I didn't until you get older and you look back on it. And, you know, you kind of calculate those hours. Like, holy crap, man. Chip, man, I mean, it's, it's like amazing. you're reading me, man. It's like you're reading me, yeah, man. Come on, come on, man. Dude, come here, on. let me tell you something, man. And this is something that I'm very, uh, I'm not proud of, man. Yeah. Good Lord, you're reading me like a book. I used to get so nervous before my high school baseball games that I would ask uh, my mom and my dad not to come. Mm. I would ask my mom, you know, the lady that would 
bend over backwards and go from one end of the world to the other end of the world not to come to my games because mama made me nervous man like how selfish of that was me man that was very very selfish my mom didn't really even get an opportunity to watch my senior year man where like i cleaned house i had a good senior year man i, I got all those darn awards first yeah. team all district you know uh, Houston baseball player, mm-hmm. you know, all some. I don't know, but my mom didn't get an opportunity to, like, sharing that as much as she should. Now, you know what she did, though? She did tell me she used to sneak to the games, you know, and kind of watch <laughs> from the side. So I well, appreciate your mom for not listening to me. That's it. You know, I have a I have an opposite experience than that. You know, like, my mom was the loud mom. Oh, you no. Know. <laughs> you know, uh, you know she, she had this one, go chip, go chip. <laughs> And, uh, you know, what's funny is, man, that didn't stop when I got out of high school either and went to college. And even as a coach. She traveled? Oh, man, come on, man. And even, as a, even as a coach, you know, um, one of the coaches that I worked with, he had sons that, you know, would hear us say, that, you know, and so when they would see me, they all say, go, go chill. Go chill. <laughs> and so, you know, but how cool is that, you know, to have. You know, people support you like that. You know, just like you said, you know, your mom, you know, just you appreciate that love and support. And in turn, you know, I'm probably not going to be doing that to my son, Go Evan. But, uh, <laughs> but but he'll know, though. He'll know that, hey, Daddy, you know, believes in what you're doing and I'm there for you. And, you know, get on your butt, boy, if you don't do right. But I'll be your number one fan. I'll tell you what, though. Support they- you. They get to playoffs. I bet you get one of those big cutout heads, and you bring oh, it to no, It's going down now. It's, it's uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's coming. You know, I let Mama do all that. You know, Daddy will be reserved, and you know, but um, just the, the 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 cycle of you know going from uh, having that child. You know, like when you was talking about having your your kid in high in uh, college, made me think about one of my college teammates. He had he had twins, like at the like in high school. Good lord. You know, junior in high school and so you know he had to work and do all those things throughout college while playing you know while going to school and so you know it's just amazing those sacrifices you make for him and how how like you said makes you grow and, and mature to get on that path like I don't have a choice I got to get it yeah hey man but secretly we're not even secretly and a secret no more all the credit goes to my wife because she's the one yeah. that kind of looked at me and said like I can do this with or without you you better man up if you <laughs> If you're going to come on this ride, yeah. I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, you're right, baby. <laughs> yeah. Best decision I ever made is, yeah. you know, listen to whatever the heck she says. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's just talk, you know, one one more question. Just in looking back on, you know, your life and reflecting on, you know, where you've come from to where you are now and the differences that you're making, the, you know, the things that you're doing now to make a difference in the lives of others you know if there's you know uh, someone that's watching this that that wants to be like the coach you know wants to grow when they grow up to be a big boy to grow up to be the coach you know you know what's you know a couple things that you would say they need to make sure that they do all right man that's a real good question um first thing um trust your parents advice your parents um they're normally going to put you in the, push you in the right direction. Yeah. They're going to see a lot of things before you see it because they're essentially you. They are you. They're half dad. You're half dad and you're half mom. Yeah, like, you know? No, like really, they are you. They're you. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> but um, you're like when they say, hey, man, this friend's not good for you, 
they're probably right. My mom, hey mom, uh, dad, I hate to say it, but uh, y'all were right about 99% of the time, and I, I should have listened, you know, 100% of the time, yeah. you know. So if you're trying to, I guess, get to where you know we are at right now, number one, I'd say follow your parents' advice. It's normally going to be correct, and let's say that it's not correct. It is coming from a good place, yeah. you know, and there's some lesson to be taken from that. Whether or not they're right about the individual or not, there is something that they're seeing or there is something that they're sensing that is not right. You know, so sit back and analyze it. Um, second thing, I'm going to give you like two or three things. Shit. Maybe even four, man. Let's do it. Because, man, I love talking with you. Yeah, let's do it. Um, second thing, I'm going to say, uh, like, follow your heart. Um, do what brings joy to you. We talked about success earlier. Um don't don't do what society tells you to do society may tell you to go out and make some money you may like go to college and take something that you think is going to make your parents happy or make mm -hmm. your friends happy or your family happy like for you truly to have success uh, make sure that you're doing what makes no you happy number one because if you can't take care of number one man the rest is all going to fall to shambles uh after can't, college can't be good for anybody else no you can't yeah. But, like, you know, after college, I felt like this need to go out and make money because we had the kid coming, right? Right. Good God, I was miserable. Chip, I was selling mobile homes. Yeah. Hey, I made a little made a little money, but I found something out, Chip. I'm a horrible <laughs> mobile home salesman. So <laughs> I used that time while I was miserable. Good eyes, I suck, Chip. Yeah. <laughs> God, man. Oh, man. Um, life can teach you what to do and what not to do, right? <sighs> Yeah. But I used uh, all that extra time I had to start applying, you know, for different teacher programs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there I found, you know, what it was I truly wanted to do. And, you know, and I was going back and looking at some old, you know, baseball programs that we used to have back yeah. in high school. And it said on there, I want to be a teacher and a coach. I want to be a teacher and a coach, you know, year after year. You know, so I had to go back and, you know, find what was really going to make me happy. And what I mean by this is, like, I had to take some steps back um, in order to get this position of being a teacher and a coach I had to you know take out some loans mm -hmm. to get into this teacher program I had to go and purchase a, a newer vehicle or actually a new vehicle to drive back and forth from Huntsville you know to Cy Fair every day for these different teacher courses like uh, it was draining us right but at the end of the day like after all the hardship I ended up getting a position over here in Conroe ISD and like, life has been good since then. You know, so in order to take those steps forward, I had to take a step or two back. But, man, yeah. what a what a blessing that was. Mm -hmm. Now, let me see what else. Man, I'd say treat people right. Because, yeah. like, once you get to where it is that you want to be, if when you get there, you don't treat people right, you ain't going to be there very long, Chip. Mm -hmm. You know, and if, no doubt. if your plan is, you know, to, you know, to, to, to be in that happy spot, to be in that ideal situation. Once you get there, don't forget that everyone that you're dealing with is a person and that they deserve to be treated with dignity, yeah. um, that they have a heart, that they have feelings, that they go home, that they, you know, have private struggles and battles that they fight with. Yeah. Treat them good and then, you know, fill their life with positive energy, you know, because by, you know, by de facto when you influence someone you're actually influencing like a whole tree of people yeah you know it's it's exactly like a tree you know and and
personally you you learn and you become better because you know like it goes back to relationships you know you've built those relationships and those things that you put out and you know, that's going to come back to you you know we talked about you know, our, our kids that we've coached coming back and saying you know thanks for making a difference in our lives you know that time that, that you invest in that you know you receive it back not that not, that's not why you do it you do it from your heart and mm-hmm. because you know that's the right thing to do but you, know, you get those things in return and it's it's so fulfilling and that feeling of fulfillment you get from that is far better than what you received in the money that you made selling trailers. <laughs> or what money I or, didn't or, make or selling trailers. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, whatever went into that. You know, or the trade off on that. And so Man, you're right. I mean that's I think that's the most important part of what we do is just, you know, influencing people. Yeah. And then, you know, putting them on the right path, helping right. them reach and attain their goals uh-huh. and believing in them. Right. You know, it, it really is, you know, that simple. You know what, what cracks me up, Chip, is that they have, like, some coaches. And I, I'm talking to all y'all out there that want to say that people that speak the way that me and Chip speak when it comes to, to working with our athletes, y'all want to say that we're soft or that we're not competitive. Yeah. Whatever, man. Hey, let me ask you this, man. Anytime you want to see how competitive I am, come up to Knox on a Sunday and come do a Sunday basketball run with us. Or you could always meet me at Gracie Baja the Woodlands. <laughs> hey, I'm a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Hey. We we hey. choking each other out. We're tapping each other out, arm locking. You know, oh, I get an yeah. opportunity to work with all kinds of you know different professional fighters. You think I'm not competitive? Come see how competitive we are. But then we're also equally compassionate because we don't yeah. forget where it is, or we don't forget why it is what we're doing. So don't let it get twisted, Chip, because I'm looking at you right now. It looked like if I was to give you the ball up the middle, you'd run some dudes over. Oh, man, it's, it's all business, you know, between the lines, you know. You know, I was thinking, you know, I was like, man, that fight, the fighter's coming out. <laughs> the yeah. fighter, you know. I, 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 think, I think, though, you know, I'm going to say it in different terms, and you tell me if you agree with this. Yes, sir. I think the same energy that you put <clears throat> toward being competitive is the same energy that you put toward being compassionate and and when you do those things you know you have what you have <laughs> you know like I mean you the thing that you've been blessed to do the differences you've been blessed to make you know you when you put the, the same equal energy into that you, you get it you get it in return and and you can do that, you know, and like yeah, we can do that as coaches. Like, yeah, man, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't lose track of that, coaches, man. Like I'm gonna take this opportunity again to to preach to y'all. You're working with people. Um, think about the kids when they go home. Think about what it is they go home to. Think about all the struggles that they have. Your the words that you say are gonna echo in their ears forever, you know. So if you if you're a negative Nancy, you know, or if you're extremely cold domineering uh we'll say narcissistic the kids remember that like kids they don't come back and say hey coach remember that district championship we won because we won a lot of them mm-hmm. now but what they talk about chip man i remember that bus ride yeah. i remember when you took us up to the rice game i remember mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know we as a team went up to baylor right. to go yeah. watch the girls play that's yeah. what they talk about chip they no don't doubt. talk about those banners that are hanging in the gym and uh one thing too while you were saying that, i was thinking about you know, growing up my mother used to always say this you know word your words have power you know, and, you know, either way, you know, positive or negative, like your, your words have power. 
And so the things, you know, being be cognizant of the things into people because, uh, you know, how would you want to be treated? You know, and so I think, you know, that's a big thing that I've always tried to live, you know, treat the golden rule. I remember that elementary school, you know, walking in the classroom, every classroom had up there the golden rule, treat others as you want to be treated. You know, and so, you know, I think you have to live that way. It is that simple shit, isn't it? But uh, that's it. I mean, you know, you just think when you when you do those things, you're like in situations and, you know, how how would I want this to be handled with me? You know, and so, you know, it makes you, okay, well, maybe <laughs> I don't need to be so raw, you know, or, or, you know, there are times you, you need to be that way, but, you know, it makes you reflect and, and look at it and, you know, see how you need to handle things. Man, 100, baby. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Man, um, anytime, man. You can holler at me next week. I'll be right here. Hey, we're going to do, do it some more for sure. Uh, I also want to, you know, you've talked about your Giants. I want you to kind of talk about uh, the social media where they can see it and check out some of your some of your stuff because it's good quality stuff that I, I believe in as well. All right. Um, hopefully I don't butcher this too much. But right now we got this uh, social media project going on and it kind of has a couple different legs to stand on. Um, so first part is uh, me and a good friend of mine. His name is uh, Dwayne Crosby. He's a guy that I practice uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with. Um, put our heads together one day it was during the hurricane actually mm -hmm. you know we had a lot of time no electricity you know but we we're still chopping it up thinking some stuff <laughs> it won't use your imagination <laughs> well, I put our head together man we're like man it'd be real cool if we had this uh put this podcast together and me i'm horrible at technology i good lord mm -hmm. i can't even get the the roku to work in my house man much less put a podcast <laughs> together but i know yeah. people you know, I know a lot of people through my experiences and my relationships. Buzzword of the day, relationships. That's it. That's it. Um, and Dwayne was like, well, you know what, man? I'm pretty darn good with tech, and I'm a pretty smart guy. You know, Dwayne, my man, he's a genius. Mm -hmm. He is a genius, a philosopher, loves philosophy. Uh, kind of completes me, man. Like, he's, yeah. he's good at all the things that I am not good at, and I kind of feel like I'm pretty decent at the things that he's weak at. You know, so we put our heads together and we created this podcast. We're four episodes deep. Uh, first one, you know, we interviewed Mike Corley, uh, United States or USA Muay Thai head coach. Uh, interviewed uh, Coach Terrell Williams over there at uh, Conroe mm -hmm. High School. Excellent track coach. He's coached my kids on a couple of occasions. Mm -hmm. And the words that come out of this gentleman's mouth are gold. I'm going to hook you up with Coach T. Yeah, I know, That's gonna I, know, make... I know T will. Oh, yeah. T will. Yeah, I know. I know T will. And then uh, we did this third interview with uh, Booker T. Uh, Huffman and uh, Charmel Huffman. Talked about, you know, just his, his life, his background, his mayoral aspirations in 2019. Right. Get him booked. And then um, this last one, we interviewed Jason James. You know, he, he created this homeless outreach program, you know, named Team Y. You know, they just go out into the city of Houston and they just, they do good. Yeah. They feed people. They clothe people. They, they do good works, you know, so we're about four episodes deep on the podcast, you know, and they get a little bit better every time. You know, that right. first one, you could just yeah. hear all the jumping on, you know, chop, 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 yeah. chop. You know about that, man. I do. I mean, it's a, it's a process, you know, anything you, you go through, you live and learn, mm -hmm. you know. But we're getting better. We're getting yeah. better. We'll, yeah. we'll be at that Chip Baker Success Chronicles <laughs> level one day <laughs> with all the visuals and oh, with the nice man. editing. But then the uh, second part... 
is that we got something called uh, my giant or hashtag my giant and what we're trying to do is we're just going around and we're just talking to to different individuals about the people that helped help them in their life the ones that uh, yeah. helped them get to where they're at you know so we've had some amazing responses you know um, have my man alex gote today went and interviewed him at the park that gentleman uh marine uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt wow um triple masters with a, a doc with a doctorate in theology um get this his giant was tupac you know, because he, he's a little bit hood, but he when he talks about Tupac, he talks about Tupac as a philosopher. Yeah. Not as a rapper, but as a philosopher. Right. And he quoted him on a couple of occasions. Um, you know, and then you have the more traditional giants like my mom, my dad, my coach. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, man, it's it, it can be any and it can be everyone. And then uh, yeah. what's on the uh, what's on the horizon is uh, giant moments. Okay. And we're looking at these moments that help mold us or shape us as human beings to, to be the people that we are today. Because, like, for me, man, the most fascinating thing is people, Chip. Yeah. Like, man, it ain't Star Wars. I'm tired yeah. of seeing all those lightsabers, Chip. I, I want to see the real deal, man. I want to I want to talk to people. I want to see yeah. why they are or, you know, how they get to become the person that they are. Yeah. Uh, what factors molded them. Um, good Lord. I mean, that that's truly fascinating to me. Real life is a hundred times more fascinating than the lightsabers and yeah. all those crazy looking creatures they got on there. Yeah. So that that's kind of it on that. You know, hopefully we'll grow and hopefully people will submit, you know, my giant uh, videos to our website. You know, we'd love to put them out there and uh, we want to know your story, you know. So please, if you could. Shoot us your vids. Tell us who your giant is. Tell us uh, your giant moment, and we'll make sure to get them up on the website. And you know, tell us your story. That's good. And you know, it's truly <clears throat> another deal that that I, I believe in. You know, the connecting with people, relationships. You know, uh, building bonds with people. And I think that that's how you do things. And, and to to look at and show up your appreciation, you know, especially like to some of those people they don't know. You know, they just know that they put the efforts out and then, you know, you've gone to do your thing. But, you know, for you to be able to, you know, show your appreciation to those people like that's that's a one in my book, you know. So keep up the great work. And again, thanks for coming through an interview with the Chronicles. And thank you guys for watching this episode of the Success Chronicles. We'll see you next time. God bless. Yes, sir. Go get it.